Hello, you are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Scully's Secret Stash of Shit by Two Moms Make a Right on AO3. Rating Explicit. The unremarkable home they've shared for the last three years glows brightly in oranges and reds as the sun begins its ascent towards the horizon. Another day complete. Rolling the tension from her shoulders, Scully drops her purse at the door and pads her way up the stairs, targeting the sanctuary of her clawfoot tub. A bathtub of bottles and a bottle of red as reward for surviving another 12-hour shift. Thought I heard you, she hears, as she toes off her shoes and she lifts her head to see him standing in the reflection of the mirror. He didn't shave today, she notices, pushing the four-day growth restrictions she's initiated after he shaved his beard in the middle of the night all those months ago. Just came in, she replies. She shrugs out her blouse, removing the constrictions of her daily armor and replacing them with the comforts of organic cotton and cashmere. He knows she doesn't like too many questions when she gets home, and he dutifully waits for her to finish her ritual, pinching the sunflower seed between his teeth and cracking the shell. She eyes him in the mirror, taking off her earrings, and makes a list of ways to kill him if he disposes of those shells on the dresser again. But... Like a well-trained retriever, he sprinkles them in the pocket of his flannel shirt instead. She doesn't want to use her brain anymore, preferring instead to watch mindless reality shows on Bravo with a pint of Ben and Jerry's, soak in a bubble bath into her skin prunes, or lock herself in the bedroom with her phone and the trusty silver bullet in her nightstand. Getting herself off was less work, time-tested, and required no cleanup. Sometimes even sex required too much thinking, especially sex with Mulder. Finally, she turns to him with a sigh, pulling her hair back into a loose ponytail. What'd you end up doing today, she asks him, and he gestures towards the back of the house with his chin, adding more shells to the collection in his pocket. Helping Kenny, he tells her through clenched teeth. Another shell cracks. Doing what exactly? She pushes past him towards the kitchen, where a Sonoma Valley Pinot Noir was waiting for her. He follows behind. Figured I spent my whole life searching for little green men, that I might as well work on my little green thumb, too. She rolls her eyes at him, holding the wine bottle between her legs as she expertly pulls the cork from the tip with a satisfying pop. He's got that large plot on the other side of the tree line, past the small pond, right? That was actually a really technical explanation for the surrounding topography, considering half the homes in their town didn't have street access. He nods once, shuffling his weight. Yeah, that's him. That's very neighborly of you. She lifts her glass in salute. What's he grow? He grins down at her, reaching into his back pocket and pulling out a baggie. Is that? Ta-da, he sings. I present to you, my beloved, the first harvest of the season. But it's, she starts, cannabis sativa. It's weed if you prefer the streak vernacular. Mulder, I... She rubs her forehead with a sigh. I don't even know where to start. This is what you did all day? He opens the bag, sniffing the dried leaves, and it takes three seconds before the scent wafts in her direction. It's actually a fascinating process, Scully. Requires a lot of skill. 
Mulder, my first college roommate grew a single plant in her dorm closet. It's not that hard. Well, regardless, there's about 200 of medical-grade Mary Jane in here, Scully. She has to continue the disapproving wife routine because that's the role she plays in the relationship. She can't very well go along with every single one of his ideas. Someone has to be the responsible one, and Mulder is the fun one. However, though practical and responsible she may be, Dana Catherine Scully is no prude. Leave it to you to make friends with the local weed grower. He leans down and kisses her cheek. Friends in high places, honey. High places indeed. She takes the bag from his hand, eyeing its contents. She can be the fun one too sometimes. Want to do the jacuzzi tonight? He leans down and brushes his lips against hers. If I ever say no to that, I want you to shoot me. And already have, she says, turning around to return to her wine glass. Doesn't he know it? I'll handle the weed and snacks, he tells her. Maybe we can put a dent in your snack stash, he offers. And she considers it for a moment before finally relenting. Fine, she agrees. But I get the hostess cupcake. She strolls out of the kitchen. Fine, fine. Go get your swimsuit on, woman. Who says I want one, she retorts. And he whips his head around, nearly dumping the contents of the baggie all over the floor. Five minutes, ten papers, and two lumpy joints later, he opens the hall closet in search of Scully's secret stash of shit. She forces him to hide from her because, God forbid, she eat both peanut butter cups in the single package at the same time. Once he'd asked her why she even buys it if she never wants to eat all of it. And all that earned him was a lifted brow and the silent treatment for the rest of the evening. So now, when she asks him to take the box from her and hide it, he does it without question. Whatever you say, dear. He palms around the top shelf, moving gift wrapping, hand weights, shopping bags, and a shoebox out of the way before he finally locates it. There you are, he tells the old box, pulling it towards the edge. A purple shopping bag sits precariously on top, and he tries to tip it off towards the back of the shelf, but it only comes crashing down, scattering its contents to the floor. He curses silently, sighing as his knees crack when he bends to the floor to retrieve the scattered plastic bottles. Jesus Christ, Scully, how much lotion do you need? He mumbles to himself. Mulder, there are perfectly acceptable explanations for why women have so many different types of lotion, he mocks. There's lotion for extra dry skin. He tosses the first bottle back in the bag. Lotion for winter skin and summer skin, he trails on, throwing another bottle into the bag. And see? He continues, holding up the final bottle to his inspection. There's even lotion for... Oh, my. Well, 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 Miss Scully, he whispers to himself. You certainly do keep me guessing. He takes in the contents of the purple bag, feeling his pulse quicken with each new discovery. This is going to be fun. She greets him with a smile, already undressed and relaxing in the water with her glass of wine. Hair loosely piled on top of her head. The setting sun reflects the gold and yellows in her strawberry strands. The water is warm around her and the whirlpool soothes the tension from her back. Her gold necklace dangles against her chest, sitting atop her breasts now buoyant and full as the jets swirl around her body. He presents her snack box in dramatic flair. Your feast, milady, he says, courtesy of Little Debbie, Famous Amos, and Doritos. God, I love you, she sighs, happily accepting the box 
and rifling through the plastic and paper wrappers. Finally, she finds her conquest and immediately tears into the wrapper. One bite in, she plops the box on the patio ledge beside her. We're not even high yet, and you've already got the munchies, Scully? Shut up, Mulder. She takes another bite and leans back in her seat with a satisfying sigh. He lights one of the joints, rolling it between his fingers to evenly light the tip. Inhaling deeply, he takes the first drag and immediately coughs as fire radiates through his lungs. Fuck, he spurts between hacking coughs. Strong shit, he croaks, then passes it to her. Don't take too big a hit, he warns her, and she hands him the rest of her cupcake in exchange. Mulder downs the rest in one bite, pulling his shirt off as she puts the joint to her lips, cautiously sucking the smoke into her mouth, then inhaling into her lungs. She's able to hold for two seconds before the fire burns deep and she coughs it out, covering her chest with her hand. Mulder smiles at her as he climbs into the other side of the above-ground spa, settling in with a satisfying groan. After the third hit, her head begins to swim as warmth spreads from her toes up to the top of her head, her skin tingling as the THC settles into her nervous system. He watches her from the other side of the jacuzzi, his eyes heavy. He's incapable of movement, allowing only his arms to flow idly beside him, his vision focused on the woman in front of him. She bobs with the current of the jets, allowing her relaxed body to sway in the warmth of the water. He catches a glimpse of a nipple through the bubbles, and he aches to see it again, the most tantalizing game of peekaboo he's ever played. She can feel him watching her, feel his eyes bore into her skin, and it makes goose flesh pimple down her arms her nipples impossibly hardening under his gaze. Her inhibitions slowly swirl away from each pass of the jets over her skin, and she runs her hands over her body, relishing in the exquisite sensation. She cups her breasts, biting her lips, as the tingling radiates into her belly. A familiar ache begins to build between her legs. Feeling good? A raspy voice tickles her ear. Great, she draws out, biting her lip to keep from smiling. You need any help? She opens her eyes and looks over her shoulder. Actually, I do. Before she knows what's happening, he grabs her hips and violently pulls her into his lap, sloshing water out of the jacuzzi. His erection grazes her clit and she gasps, suddenly remembering that his nakedness matches her own. Their bodies slide together, slick as the water swirls around them and her body instinctively arches towards him, seeking more, always more. She rocks her hips against the hard length pressed between their bodies, and he shudders under her, his fingers digging into her hips in a bruising grip. The maddening teasing is too much and not enough, and possibly erotic as they float on this cloud together, rocked back and forth, purposely denying the very thing that would give them the relief they so seek. Finally, their eyes meet, heavy, lidded, jaws slack. Their breasts mingle in the cooling night air, and steam begins to evaporate off their exposed skin. Eyes locked on hers, he slides his hands up and cups both breasts, rolling her nipples between his fingers, and she shudders a sigh, tilting her hips forward again. I think I like you, stoned, he rasps, his hot breath tickling her lips. She smiles against his mouth, nipping at his bottom lip. Nice, still young. He threads his fingers through the back of her hair and pulls her mouth down to his for a searing kiss, their tongues dueling as their lips move over each other, 
nipping and sucking in a dance rehearsed a thousand times. Head swimming, he pulls away to breathe and watches her move above him, head thrown back as his fingers resumed their earlier menstruations. Her breasts are still perfection after all these years, supple and lush and always fitting perfectly in his hand, especially made for him, for this. She's a vision, backlit in the blue light of the spa, water cascading down her body in neon blue. The blue water drips off her right nipple in a kaleidoscope of cannabis and lust, and she throws her head back with a groan when his mouth finally closes around one of them. He feasts on her like a starving man in the desert, flickering and soothing as his hand pays similar attention to the second one. She hisses when he switches sides, whimpering as the ache builds the second his mouth leaves her. Oh God, she sighs into the night air, her body incapable of taking any more. She reaches between them and grips his cock, guiding it to her entrance, and he answers her with a beckoning hiss between his teeth as he feels her pussy begin to slide down his length, slick and swollen and impossibly tight. Oh, fuck yeah, he encourages, bringing his lips to her neck as she begins to move up and down. The feel of him entering her is nothing compared to what it feels like when he guides inside of her the second time. It's too good, still so good after all this time. But after a moment, the ache between her legs is replaced with a slight burn, and she winces, lifting herself off. I can't stay wet in the water, she explains, bringing her mouth back to his. Want to take this inside? She entices, softly kissing his lips. He groans in response, rising out of the water and calculating how long it would take before he could be buried inside of her again. When it occurs to him, and he can't believe it has taken him as long as it has to bring it up. Hang on, he tells her, bending over the side where he'd hidden the purple bag. He holds out the bag on one finger. We might have something in here to solve our problem. She blinks twice, her chest flush. Oh my God, I forgot I bought that. She lies unconvincingly. His curiosity about her procurement of the different types of lubricant and the brand new vibrator is practically oozing from his every pore, but he decides not to press her resolving to keep his focus on sliding inside her again as soon as possible. He pulls out the waterproof lube and sets it on the edge. Where were we, he asks her, pulling her towards him and picking up where they left off, and she cups his face, their lips meeting once again. She pulls on his bottom lip, soothing it with her tongue, and he growls, thrusting up to meet her, her center poised at the perfect angle. It would take just one thrust and he'd be home. But he couldn't tame his curiosity. He had to know. Your silver bullet bite the dust? He rasps against her neck and she shivers, his stubble grazing her overly sensitive flesh. Her stomach burns with something she can't name, her breathing heavy, voice shaky. You really want to know? God, yes. He grips her hips tighter his tongue lapping the water droplets rolling down her breasts. She reaches over for the bottle and pours a generous amount into her hands. Well, she begins, keeping her eyes trained on his as her hands slip below the water, gripping his cock in her hands. They both gasp in unison, and new warmth floods out of her aching center. I was working on my charts one day at the nurse's station. She starts again, slowly sliding her well-lubed hands up and down his cock alternating left and right and left again. 
and I overheard the nurses talking about it, she tells him, his jaw tight, as his eyes train on watching her hands under the water. They all had one, she continues. I don't think they knew I could hear them, but I could. I couldn't help it. She trails off, lost in her own mind. He looks up at her. What were they saying? She leans her forehead against his, hands still gliding up and down the steel velvet of his cock. She closes her eyes. How good it felt. How hard they came. She trails off. A whimper escapes her as the memory comes crashing back of just what she did after her little eavesdropping escapade. How she locked herself in her office and immediately put her hands down her pants and into her soaking panties to relieve the ache. He pulls back and meets her eyes. Use it now, he tells her, his voice raspy with desire. Eight years together and she's never done this in front of him. Though the fantasy had been there since day one and his belly burns in desire for it. She shivers, despite the warm nighttime air, a thrill of nerves coursing through her, as her head still spins with THC. Finally, she nods, and her hands begin to tremble. Where do you want me? She asks him, and he moves her to the ledge, lifting her out of the water. She braces herself against the deck railing and situates a heel into the cup holder, opening herself up to him. Her bare lips are swollen and pink, and he can't help but dip a finger through her folds and she gasps at the sensation. Can I, he asks, and she nods in response, incapable of sound until his mouth covers her pussy. Mulder hums against her swollen flesh, greedily sucking and licking in long swipes. His tongue dips to her entrance, swirling around it before teasing the swollen strip just above it. Her legs shake and her hips jerk towards his eager mouth, practically grinding on his face as she seeks her release. The stubble against her bare pussy only adds to the overall sensation, and she tosses her head back, crying out into the night. She can't tell up from down or left from right. All she can feel is his tongue inside of her and all around her, threatening to end her right there, a complete surrender to his mouth. She feels it building in her belly, feels the ache so deep inside of her, and without warning, she's coming undone. Coming. So. Fucking. Hard. And she can't stop, still grinding and whimpering as she comes down from her high, never wanting it to end. He pulls away and leaves a trail of kisses along her inner thigh before he stands up and leans over her, his raging erection proding between their bodies, seeking entrance at her now-drenched core. And she gasps at the feel of it. Their mouths meet in a lazy kiss when she feels something being placed in her hand. Now do it again. Make yourself come for me. He turns on the vibrator and it buzzes to life. Her pussy aches to come again, still aching and unsatisfied even after one of the hardest orgasms she's had in years. She's forgotten what it's like to have sex while stoned, what a needy little bitch her clit can be. It's been 20-something years since the last time, and she honestly can't remember it being this good. Maybe the pot is just better these days. Maybe it's her age. Or maybe... It's just Mulder. Always point herself out of her head in bed, out of her comfort zone. She looks down at the device, and her legs shake in anticipation. She shifts back into position, and he settles across from her, ready for the show. She strokes the vibrator along her slit, hissing and jerking at the new sensation, whimpering as she grazes her clit with the smaller head. 
Her inner walls clench. Oh God, it's so good. So much stronger than she's used to. She continues, the slow tease up and down her lips, getting used to the strength of it, used to the feel of it. Finally, she settles it on her clit and leans back against the railing, holding herself up with her free hand as her eyes roll back in her head. The fiery heat courses all around her pussy, her clit pulsating, the ache building. It's so good. She's so close. She doesn't want it to end. Caught between the two halves where she wishes it could just go on forever. Her audience forgotten. She's lost in her own world. Feeling the night air roll over her skin, intensifying her desire. Their closest neighbor is a mile away, but she still wonders if perhaps someone out for a stroll in the woods might come upon them. Would they see what she's doing? Would they stop to watch? Would she want them to? Only when she hears Mulder groan, does she remember she has her own voyeur in front of her? His eyes darting between her pussy and then back up to her face, back down, then back up again. His arm moves under the water and she moans at the sight of it, her inner walls pulsating in response to the speed of his fists. It's like she can feel him inside of her, feel how deeply he fills her, and she clenches down on nothing, whimpering in frustration. You're so wet, he rasps. I can see it dripping from you. His hand continues to move under the water, and his jaw tightens as he nears his own end. She moves the vibrator, her brows furrowing. I want you inside of me, she begs, and he shakes his head. Make yourself come for me first, then I'll fuck you. His eyes lock with hers, and she finds herself unable to look away, just desperate to come. She puts it back on, just to the left of center, holding it there as her hips gyrate slowly on the ledge, seeking release. Come for me, he huskily demands again, eyes never leaving hers. She whimpers and rocks her hips. She's so close, so close she could reach out and grab it. But she needs more. He stands up and strokes his cock in the open air, and she can't help but watch. His fist moves in tight strokes, his eyes feral and jaw tense. The tendons of his neck stand at attention with each breath. His skin glistens in the blue light, each muscle rippling as his self-pleasure heightens to a precipice. It's all she needs. Oh God, I'm gonna. She can't even finish the statement before he's reaching under her thighs to lift her from the edge, and she wraps her legs around his waist. Vibrator tossed to the side. She wraps her arms around his neck, and he immediately lowers her onto his cock in one fluid motion, both groaning in unison. A second later, he's jackhammering into her, their bodies slapping together, with nothing but his arm holding her ass in place as he bounces her up and down on his cock, and the primal need deep inside of her is finally satisfied. Within seconds, she's rippling around him, her pussy pulsating each time he thrusts into her over and over and over again. She'd let him fuck her like this for days if she could, just the feeling of his cock moving in and out of her body, his breath against her skin, the sound of his pleasure in her ears. Fuck, this was good. She holds on for dear life as she feels it building again, her legs trembling around his waist. And it's that third one where she loses all control, a warm gush trickling from her body as she screams into his shoulder. Did she just... Fuck, he groans. He's so close and she's still coming on his cock and it's too much, too good. In four thrusts, he tips over the edge, violently coming with a holler into the crook of her neck. World spinning, vision spotty, he lowers them back into the water with trembling legs. He's still inside of her, 
and he leans his head back against the ledge. She lazily kisses his mouth, trailing her lips down his neck before finally settling on his chest. Their breathing aligns, and he wraps his arms round her with a deep sigh, finally content as they come down. Silent in the open air, the crickets chirp. He's the first to speak. So, he starts catching his breath. Do the nurses have any other favorites? If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there. <laughs>